Well, sir, there's nothing on earth like a genuine, bona fide, electrified six-car big dog. What I say? Big dog. What's it called? Big dog. That's right. Big dog. Big dog. I hear those things are awfully loud. It glides as softly as a cloud. You will lose to the modern-day Maharaja. Not on your life, my Hindu friend. If you kick the big dog out, who's going to protect the yard? Oh, I could give you an answer, but the only ones who'd understand it would be you and me. What's it called? Once again. Monorail. 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 I hear those things are awful. <laughs> Would you believe that just happened? Now, I haven't finished it, so you haven't heard it, but I think it's my best intro yet. I, we have faith in you. We have faith in your ability to put together the greatest intros of all time. Oh, so good. So basically, I'm thinking big dog instead of the word monorail. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's, big dog. Big dog. Yeah, yeah. Big, Big dog. dog. Big dog. dog. Oh, no. I get distracted. Monorail. <laughs> oh, His music man. pisses off the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Is there a chance this match could end? <laughs> what about those guys who job? <laughs> there is a gender bit in it, actually. I have the audio already done for that. <laughs> anyway, the curtain uh, is. I'm totally writing the whole thing. <laughs> Gordo and Steve no Nicky although he will appear for a G1 chat later on how yep. were the boys uh, all good Steve how are you sir well I, I like a bit of a story to start it off you know Ooh, I look forward to hearing this your oh, stories are always entertaining oh I texted you one yesterday which was Did? very good but it couldn't be aired <laughs> no <laughs> I'd have to censor too much of that and some of my beliefs but, uh, <laughs> you have beliefs yeah so, uh, I had a bit of a health scare last weekend. I didn't tell you about this. Oh. Yeah, no, it was serious as fuck. Serious as a heart attack, but not that bad. Um, <laughs> so, I started last Thursday. I think it was when, when did we record? Wednesday, was it? Mm. So, it was after that. I started getting this really bad pain in my stomach. Like, bad. Uh, couldn't fucking sit down. Couldn't stand up. Couldn't walk on the roof. You name it. Couldn't do anything. <laughs> I said, like, that's weird. I'll leave it for a little while. And then it just got worse and worse and worse. And this was like Saturday afternoon. I was like, what, what am I going to do? And then I, I left it again because that's how I do things. And I, I don't deal with doctors. I don't no, believe you're, in you're an Irish man. That's, that's what we do. I, I just don't believe in medical science. You know, so I um, lived that caveman lifestyle. But um, Kira then on Sunday, she saw me getting up. We were watching a movie or something. She saw me getting up and she was just like, you're going to go to the hospital now. And I was like, I'm fine. I have to work tomorrow. And it was the bank holiday. I was like, you don't have to work if you're going to die. <laughs> and at this stage, we were looking up to see what it was. Been, never uh, Google your symptoms. You always have cancer. I never do. I never do. She made me go. She goes, what's wrong? Because she, she doesn't believe me half the time. And I was like, listen, what? this is going on. And she started going, oh, my God, I think you might have testicular torsion. Oh, and I was like, yes, it was oh, a stomach oh, to the left boy. And I was like... That's not fun. And she was like, what's going on? I said, well, this is the situation. And this is the situation. And she named all these symptoms. And none of them were there. I was like, okay, maybe I have a store of muck and ball. Okay, maybe that's all it is. It's fine. And then it, then we looked at it. And remember that thing Lesnar had? 
Diverticulitis. Diverticulitis. So I looked at that and I was like, oh, that looks eerily similar. And she's like, is that bad? And I go, and I go, well, I'm assuming it's very bad. And I looked up a picture of Brock Lesnar and I go, and I put another picture of Brock and I go, he nearly died from it. What do you think is going to happen to me? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then it was like, well, maybe you have testicular cancer. I was like, well, that's just fucking great, isn't that's it? That's fantastic. It's mm-hmm. typical now. I'll lose a ball and I'll be walking all funny and I don't know how to do it. But it's gone now. Okay. So basically... I'm fine now. Everything's good. Don't know what it was. Didn't get it checked because I had to go to work. Can't be missing work. <laughs> why would you go? Why would you go around missing work? You need oh to worry my God. Essentially, you've beaten cancer. Basically, what I'm saying is I did something between Sunday night and Tuesday morning because the agreement was if it was still sore on Tuesday, I had to go and she was going to drag me there. But it was fine on Tuesday. I didn't fake it or anything. I said, no, it's honestly fine. So did, did you drop a nut? I think I found a way to cure cancer. But I don't it, know what I did. Did you inject a load of money into your veins? No. Oh, sorry. That, that's, that's AIDS. AIDS. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> different, different, different shark. Then. Different shark. If I had that, I would have been out the doctor as quick as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it off. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've no use for this thing anymore anyway. But, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Pretty Jesus. sure it must have been a pizza or a pint or something. One of them cures cancer. You know, you just have to take a massive dump. No, I tried that. Explored all opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's my story. Medical Jeez. marvel. I thought my weekend of going to the International Sheep Racing Festival was exciting. Clearly not as exciting as yours. No, I suppose in, in, in hindsight it was exciting. All the changes, you know, and, and the, the curing of the ball cancer. Mm. But it wasn't at the time. I couldn't move. Like, literally could not move. It was bad. Fuck. Appendix gone. We thought that thought that as well and we looked at all the all the organs and we're like nope it's not that one where's the pain is it there nope not that one either so we don't know what it was maybe i had a dodgy crusty o i remember the metal crusty o's that were the prize (laughs) maybe that was it (laughs) i couldn't figure it out still don't know but cured it caveman style that's how we do it i'm proud of you thanks i am just like fucking wimpy shit (laughs) <laughs> we're like when you go to the doctor what am I a millionaire <laughs> going to the doctor but yeah the alleged wrestling podcast <laughs> Way, wrestling. Where we live such exciting lives <laughs> how are the boys ah, sure all good in the hood all how did you hood, how did you survive your four day bender Gordo oh fucking killing me and I have to face into another one after this Way. oh god getting too old for this shit no you're not as of as of Saturday, I will be getting too old for this shit. Cans, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, Limerick Limerick happened last weekend, and I saw Session, uh, including go karting, and uh, I couldn't move my right arm for around about three days after it. Nice, uh, broke yeah. down. Yeah, I, I fucking was taking a turn one handed because I was trying to point at a mobile phone that had fallen out on the track and hit a bump, hit a bump in the track and jarred my whole right arm. So I uh, actually couldn't properly extend it until. Yesterday, actually. So, yeah. It's a good thing you jerk with your left hand. Thank Christ, I'm going to help fucking lefty, lads. I'd be fucking screwed otherwise. Mario Kart tactics don't work in real life. You never put your hand out of the cart to throw shells at people. <laughs> oh, no, no, literally, one last must have tried throwing his phone or something because I'm literally coming around the bend. The next thing I see this fucking lump in the middle of the thing. I was like, what the fuck is that? That wasn't there a lap ago. And when so, I went around the second time, literally, one of the last phones had fallen out of his pocket onto the fucking middle of the track. So basically, this could have been a one man show. Nikki's not around. Gordo could have been dead and I could be somewhere up in a hospital now. 50% yeah. testicles down. Fitz, Fitz could have been one man booting it. 
Jesus. No, nobody wants to hear my disgruntled no. voice for fucking two hours. Nobody wants to hear your opinions after your puff piece during the week. It would have been a disgrace of an hour and a half. <laughs> hey, 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 Steve, Steve, Steve. Get fucked. Push it. Push the piece. Uh, the aforementioned uh, piece that we are about to push is uh, mi- uh, <laughs> Fitz's piece about the Miz, which you can find on 2bitsports.com, where Fitz goes on about how he believes the Miz is the MVP of WWE. And three out of the four of us here at the Alleged Wrestling Podcast agree with those sentiments. Guess who doesn't? An the Irish- Enzo Amore fan. I respectfully <laughs> declined to comment on this situation. <laughs> I reject your decline. That's fine. Your fake news. Majority rules. Yeah, so. we do. Usually most people are wrong. That's why Rihanna's a millionaire. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. Oh, you and your hatred of popular music. God, I hate it so much. Oh, Christ. I radio was on at work today. Hi, guys. Um, it's Circa here. <laughs> oh, Circa. You could have got Circa in, Steve, if we all were dead and are missing. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, text me a time that you were annoyed at the result of a wrestling match. <laughs> I missed you, Sarka. I missed you too, Steve. <laughs> Ooh, this is getting very intimate. Did, did, did you get those spoons for your cutlery drawer? I did. Thanks very much. Uh, I really, and it was in a nice letter or a nice envelope and everything. Uh, it was perfect. Thanks. We spared no expense here at Two Bit Radio. Oh, it was great. It was great. And you're doing a great job. I love the show. Uh, thank you. Thank you. We have one listener. <laughs> It's not much more than we have, to be honest. But yeah, so people need to subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plugs done. That ten minutes shaved off the end of the end of the yep. night. So uh, what happened in the news, boys? News. Uh... Surprise! Surprise, motherfucker! The king is back. No, no, notorious. Mr. McGregor is back. Der Birder. Oh, the one fifty-five der, <laughs> or one forty-five, whichever. The normal uh, dog. Fuck him. That's what I'm asking. So, so basically, yeah, the, he's going to fight Khabib. Uh, Khabib, unpronounceable, their n- n- surname. Can anyone pronounce it? Nurmagomedov. N- 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 I can never say it. It's like Kinshasa. I can't say it. You said it right the first time and you fucked it the second time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, yeah, okay, that proved. Uh, you screwed the pooch. Oh, well, That's at, least, at least you can actually say Khabib as opposed Khabib, to Joey yeah. Diaz, Khabib. Khabib. <laughs> I think it's Habib as well, isn't it? It's... Yeah, you said either, I think. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so UFC 229, October 6th in Las Vegas. And the rest I'll of miss it. Well, yeah, why? I'm fucking off to fucking uh, Budapest and Bratislava or whatever the fuck else I'm heading off. They have televisions. I know, but I'm not fucking paying. <laughs> 6,000 ruples or whatever they're charging yeah. you over there well, that's the much a fucking charge for all in <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. should have left that segue till the end let's do that again in two minutes we'll, we'll get back there um, but yeah they reckon 2.5 million buys and the previous one before it was 1.6 <sighs> optimistic optimistic considering what? Connor's last four fights are in the top five the only other one there is UFC 200 which was Lesnar and Mir when Lesnar was the champion. Lads, this uh, is going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Believe me. Believe that. Uh, I wonder what kind of undercard they put on it. If they have, uh, if they had Demetrius Johnson have his rematch that night as well, put that as the co-main. That could be good. Uh, is he having the rematch though? Because what's his name? Uh, Cejudo is wanting to fight Dillashaw. Ah, and Dillashaw wants it. 
Yeah, the champion that DJ was, you have to give him a rematch. I think so too, but I don't know. I think I think they're gonna go with I think they're gonna go with the super fight. Mm. I think I, at the end of the day, I think they want to keep they want to keep Dillashaw and then they may go catch weight between the two boys. I think they want to keep Dillashaw until Dominic Cruz is back healthy. If they're doing catch weight though, they can't put the belts on, can they? I don't think they put the belt on. Okay. I, I don't think I don't think you have the two of them face each other for a belt unless it's a main event. Yeah, do it afterwards because you've got Diaz yeah. and Poirier after that as well. Yeah, like I know so far they've, they've announced like um, what's the name Alexander Volkov against Derek Lewis. The Lewis wasn't he the guy who was against? Yeah. Um, fucking what's his name? The guy who literally threw twelve punches in the fight. Yeah, that um, fucking stunk the place out. Yeah. No, to be fair, every fight Lewis had before that, he fucking pulverized fellas. So hopefully that'll be all right. Uh, Sergio Pettis, I think, is on it as well against uh, uh, fucking Formiga or whatever the name is. I can't remember his first name. Uh, I know the two of them have been announced for it. So <laughs> the two of them should be all right fights. But like, I still think if you're wanting to hit 2.5 million, you need to put a bigger card behind this. Yeah, and they. I think this week was fucking Dana White's wet dream. Demetrius Johnson dropped the title and McGregor came back because <laughs> he was yeah. waiting for DJ to drop that title for a long time. He wasn't pushing numbers with that title run. Then they have Cejudo getting there now. It has, yeah. He is a Hispanic market. He's a former Olympic gold medalist. That guy's marketable as fuck. Yeah, uh, two-time world champion in different sports. Yeah. Think it's, about it, it's crazy. He's a Kurt Angle of MMA. Yes. <laughs> so this is the thing. I know after his latest fucking stunt and the way he's been flaunting the money, you can see in Ireland, you can see the tide turning, not so much outside of it. But in Ireland, people are starting to get a bit sick of him. Uh, I thought he was a, being a, a fucking clown and obviously he was on something uh, in some of the more recent events. Uh, is the hype train still there? Big time. I guarantee and, you that when the fight, that fight comes around, Fucking Facebook will be all over. Joe that I clickbait whores will be all over. They're already it. on it. Yeah. So like I, it, it'll be I'll huge. Rephr- I'll rephrase the question. I, I I didn't say that properly. Is the sentiment still there for him? That's probably what I meant. The hype is there. Um. I think it's an open mind right now. It depends on the actions before, during, and after this fight will determine a lot. I think, like you said, a lot of people are turning. But, you know, we're, we're a stubborn nation, so we're very proud of our exports, so we'll see what actually happens. I think if he wins or if he doesn't disgrace himself too badly, I think people will still stay on his side. Yeah. His family isn't helping him. His sister ringing up some dog grooming thing, going crazy, and then his dad complaining about getting changed from a machine. <laughs> He's complaining about having the money. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. ruining his suit. Uh, yeah, there's no room for coinage. Yeah. Coinage, it's Steve. Dumb. There's no room for his money in his custom-made slim-fit suit. The poor bastard. His diamond shoes are too fucking tight. No, he's, he's not a poor <laughs> bastard. That's the problem. <laughs> so, yeah. Interesting. Ah, look. Yeah. McGregor is McGregor. I love the guy. But, you know, you have these ups and downs with him. Like any good relationship. Gosh, exactly. <laughs> if you can afford a suit like that, you could afford all in. <laughs> well played. <laughs> Straight in then. No kissing. Well, hey. Uh, so like this year, this week on BTE, they announced that you know we knew it was going to happen, but that all in would be broadcast on Fight TV. They also announced uh, it would be on Honor Club, and the first hour, like the pre-show zero hour thing, will be on was it WGN America, some station. Yeah. Apparently, it's fucking huge. It's got seventy-seven million homes that have it so, or have access to it. Yeah, it's like the RTE of America. 
Holy Jesus. Uh, but $40 price of the pay-per-view. Now, they did say that uh, Honor Club members will get it half price. And so how much is Honor Club? Uh, if you sign up for a year, I think it's 10 or a month. If you commit to it for a year, I think it's a 10 or a month. Oh, carny bastards. But sure like a, Honor Club, to be fair, is probably worthwhile anyway if you're a diehard wrestling fan who loves watching the wrestling legally. Yeah, but depends how many other fucking things you subscribe to. <laughs> That's the thing, actually. I was thinking about this earlier. And I remember I said this to Rory ages ago. Eventually, your Sky package will go or your UPC package will go. And you'll get to around the same thing. You think you're saving money, but you're actually spending the same, if not more, on these 10 or a month services. Mm-hmm. It's the, the cord cutting is, is a myth in terms of the price of it. As in, okay, I don't watch TV. I actually don't watch TV at all anymore. Like yeah. match of the day that's it I think that's the only reason we still have it um, the rest I'd watch on YouTube or I'd watch random shit on, on the, the internet totally what totally about the Great illegally. British Bake Off uh, wouldn't be my thing now at all, uh, at all. Everything, <laughs> every, everything up as far as where they went to Channel 4 is actually available on UK Netflix there you go there's another totally subscription service there's another one. So I have Netflix and Spotify, Xbox Live. Fucking, I'll have the Nintendo thingy when that comes out. Uh, what else? I'm sure there's more. No, I definitely totally have the network. And uh, I have New Japan World. There you go, New Japan World. Mm-hmm. Yeah, IVA Access. I have that as well. Uh, Games Pass. You have <coughs> access. You you have access. Redacted, to redacted access. You have redacted access to consoles. Um, <laughs> Well, anyways, the the forty euro forty dollar price, I think as a lot of people are fine with it. I think it's pr- it's on the the top tier for what you're getting. I suppose like it depends. Like you're looking at that from a customer buying a paper wrestling pay per view. Flip that around and look at it from a new company producing their first pay per view, and the production costs that you have to invest to make this possible. It's not simply saying like, okay, Fight TV, come in here, do that, and we'll give you 10%. They could be coming in there and say, well, we're taking a big gamble by putting in the infrastructure and the investment into you by doing this. We don't know what sort of buys we're going to get, so we want 50%. So they might actually be getting 50% of that cut, and all in might only be getting $20 a pop off it. Now, let's talk about the elephant in the room. I think... Hey, right here. Jack isn't here. <laughs> Sinclair Broadcasting are behind this. Let's call a spade a spade right i may be Cody in the box and put money into it maybe they have actually put some money in i'm on the fence with that i think a lot of stuff has come out the guy from sinclair had already called it his show or their show when they were talking about the Madden square garden thing it feels like a bit of a gouge now we should also state that 40 dollars or we'll say it's 40 euro for us okay 40 euro for a pay-per-view over here is insanity and I would uh, I would refuse to pay for it. Well our top end is 27.90 or something for a boxing and that it would not that would want to be Mayweather at the time. Mm. Also doing it now but. again the flip side of that is if you're in America and you're buying a pay-per-view over there they can be 60 70 dollars. That's exactly uh, where I was going 80, with it. For UFC one I believe. Yeah. Uh, Rory was saying from was it McGregor Mayweather that he was going to go to a cinema or a pub or something because the cover charge was less than getting at home. I think it was a hundred dollar pay per view. So it is doesn't mightn't seem crazy in in, in the states, but that number forty, put whatever currency symbol you want on front of it, is it seems crazy to us. Mm-hmm. 
And Ireland has the highest price of the WWE Network worldwide, so we're used yeah. to getting gouged. Uh, I'm, I'm not, because I signed up for it using uh, an address in Miami. Yeah. And Steve, I believe you're paying in dollar yep. dues as well. The, the Hotel Regency riot, whatever it is, that we stayed in Miami for WrestleMania 28. Yep. We're <laughs> both, we both have that same address down. Because yep. <laughs> we get fucked in the drive-thru in this country for the price of the network. Yep, I believe I'm paying something like eight ninety three last month. I certainly yep. hate paying that twelve ninety nine every month. Uh, I just checked uh, in euro; it is forty three ninety nine for all in. Get fucked off the bridge! How the fuck is it more? It's uh, I believe it was thirty eight pound ninety nine, and it's forty dollars. Forty dollars is like thirty four euro. I'm literally on the fight app. That's okay. I have fifteen dollar credit in it. My God, we we might need to do some uh... illegal streaming. No, some friend uh, referring to build ah. up our uh, friend bonus. We, we will have lots of friends who will want to watch this. I yes. I really want to give them money. Yeah. I can't see myself stretching to it. I, I, that's I'm not alone in that. I, I've seen do you a know lot what of people you online do? doing the same, saying the same. I've got an idea, Steve. Do you know what you should do? You should cancel the WWE Network for four months. Put the money you would have spent to WWE and give it to the boys and all in. That's a great idea. It's a fantastic idea. You'd get more enjoyment out of that one night than you fucking would out of <laughs> four months having a WWE Network. That's the thing. Well, it's actually five months because you get the first month free. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, Steve? Jesus, I never would have known. When is this free month? <laughs> so when you think about it, they're charging five months of the network mm. for one night. And as great as it's going to be, the card not setting the world alight either, but doesn't matter about that. It's the more the event. But Marty um, Skrull is a heavyweight. He's a heavyweight, damn it. <laughs> <Them donuts. laughs> Jack Swagger this week on BTU. Is great. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Yo, you're what? Gordo. Gordo, oh. get fucked. I've been busy. I've been a very busy man this week. I'm trying Shit. to fucking get all my affairs in order. <laughs> in case you get fucked over the week or you get killed over the weekend. Yeah. Or get fucked, whichever. Well, hopefully that too. But... Hopefully, birthday weekend. Well, hey. Um, no, I'm, I'm not leaving the house Saturday night, so I doubt that's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Unless no, one of you so... <laughs> Dibs, uh... big spoon. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been a small spoon once or twice before. It's actually not that bad. <laughs> the stuff around all in, that's the stuff that gets me. The 40 things, whatever. They're charging $80 for a season pass type thing for the Starcast stuff on Fight TV. You can get fucked off of eight bridges and then fall through the ninth if you think anyone's going to pay that. So it's 80 plus 40 or does the 80 cover it as well? 80 and then 40 for the show. Yeah, 80 oh. for the podcasts and interviews that are going up. And the smaller shows, the marks that they got involved in this to, to pay to be there, are paying. obviously they're paying to be there and they're still charging people all this money. And then there's the $20 VIP Pro Wrestling Tees parking lot thing beforehand. It's just getting all a bit carny for me. I think as soon as this guy fucking, what's his name, Conrad Thompson come in, it just went old school fucking Memphis wrestling style shit. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know, how much are they going to charge you to take a piss at this stage? It's, it's, it's turned into the Ryanair of wrestling events. It is, except it's not low fare. <laughs> ah, to be fair, some of the tickets themselves when they first went on sale actually weren't that bad. True. Like uh, $40 is a broadcaster. Yeah, like $40 is great. Like, with like, Forty dollars for a ticket up in the upper tier isn't too bad. Like you know, oh, I, I paid one hundred and twenty for fucking raw after mania. Oh man, there was twenty odd dollar ones up near the top as well. Yeah. So yeah, the price to get in was fine. No, that was because they were worried they mightn't sell it out. But then you have your, you know, your extra baggage and 
No, if you if you if you weigh over a certain amount, you're going to pay an extra tenner. And uh... oh, you, you didn't think you're allowed to wear shoes in here without paying, right? Really? You want to see it on the plane? Ah, here. <laughs> um, I, I feel like you like flying Ryanair. So if this ever goes anywhere, I actually do fly Ryanair quite often. I feel like we should have an ad there for like a travel buddy or something like that. Uh, I did. You can never have me near anything travel related. No, you are cursed. The Gordo curse. <laughs> Well, I, I caught the, the lost baggage curse from somebody as well. So anytime I've been to the States, my bags have come three days after me. Oh, that shit yeah. gets passed on. That happened to me last year. <sighs> Man, I tell you what, we're like 40 minutes in. Hey! How much longer can we delay talking about Raw? Uh, can you delay it like 10 seconds? Yeah. Oh. Hey, hey, nice. Carry on. Um... Yeah. Any any other any other business boys? Um, I can yeah. talk about the international sheep racing festival if you want. Tell us how did that go? Well, I'll tell you this: in the rural village of Clahine in County Tipperary, there's the whole which now has a poker stop. Which now has a poker stop at the old Protestant church. Well, hey, there is now the international sheep racing festival, which has been going on for about twenty five years now. International sheep racing festival so that in, there was there was welsh sheep and oh there was yeah sheep oh yes drew mcintyre was over and everything the uh, mackie sheep they have the sheep they put the numbers around them they set them off they race they jump over hurdles and everything it is thoroughly enthralling so this and, race this sheep race is basically yeah. a race but with sheep with sheep actual sheep i see yep and then the winner of each race goes into the final so it's like the G1 of sheep. Yep. Racing. Now, is there a final or a finals? Uh, there was one final, so it was a final. Final. And yeah. if they win the final, do they get the Wrestle Kingdom in the bank briefcase? No, they they become the owner of the yard. Ah. Holy shit. Yep. Big oh stakes. No, big lamb chops. Hey. hey. Do it. I was hoping. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the biggest clusterfuck of an episode we've ever done and we haven't oh, even started it's... the biggest ever clusterfuck of a TV show yet <laughs> it's one of my favourites so far we're cutting so much time off of the rest of this I'm telling you that right now I have no problem with that I've had to fucking live both of these shows twice so <laughs> I was with Archie back then I didn't mind but I had to live raw twice oh dear god no I will state right off the, off, the, off the bat I watched an hour and a half of raw that's all I've seen this week Boom. I have not seen I have, although I have seen some YouTube stuff from SmackDown and R Truth. What a man. Oh, he's a hero. But uh let's talk about Raw, shall we? If you kick the big dog out, who's gonna protect the yard? What are we gonna do, Rick? We're so screwed. So in uh surprising fashion we had a promo to open the show, Kurt Angle, general manager, Kurt Angle in the ring. What are Trademark. your thoughts on this development? I'm wow. shocked and appalled. I like that they're giving us something new, though. Yeah. It, it was a hot start. Yeah. But uh, before that, we had a recap of Kurt versus Paul bits from last week with, with timestamps throughout the night and all this sort of shit. And then we had a recap of Brock using that WWE Universe line again that I hated. He should mm-hmm. not be saying it. No. But anyway... Kurt says that Ronda competes later and compares Ronda and Brock as former UFC champs, but Ronda shows up and he doesn't. Uh, he says, like all oh, W, what is this? Some shit about the WWE superstars that show up every week. They're all champions in his eyes. Yep, participation award. 
Yep. So 50-50. Everyone's a winner. Results, wins and losses don't matter. Fucking naughty shit. Mm-hmm. So you can tell straight off the bat how this is this review is going to go. It's going to be quick and painful. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the big dog appears and goes the out to his yard. Big dog! And he had... Big dog. Big dog. Big, big dog. Big, big dog Roman. Oh, monorail. <laughs> now, once again, we like, we, like, we like the big dog in terms of the wrestler, the guy. I'm sure he's a lovely man. He is given the worst material. I don't think anything crazier has been said and it was meant to be serious. If you kick the big dog out, who's going to protect the yard? Oh, that was completely scripted for him. Senior Benjamin. Senior Benjamin, that'd be a good idea. But why did they make him say that? Because I don't think they actually want him to get over. (laughs) It's an interesting theory. That would make so much sense. And I would call Vince McMahon a genius. (laughs) Like, (laughs) sick of these goddamn Samoans. He's never going to get over. They can't. Like, there, there has to be someone who's involved in the creative process who actually wants the Roman project to fail. Otherwise, they wouldn't give him this shit. Oh, uh, you didn't know? Down, 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 down. Your ass better fire somebody. Like, well, why did... I'd like to spend more time on this line, if you wouldn't mind. Oh, <laughs> knock yourself what? out. If you kick the big dog out, who's going to protect the yard? Oh, I love it! What? Like, what? <laughs> Only on this show would this make any sense. This is terrible. a grown man in his 30s. Does mm-hmm. nobody go, hey, do you really, do you really think I would say this? A human being. Back to the New Japan swearing thing. That's how, that's how people talk. People curse. Grown men who are fighting with each other curse. Yep, I wouldn't even say that. And I'm not even in my 30s yet. <laughs> For now. As of, as of time of recording. <laughs> like, you could actually say this line in a tongue-in-cheek fashion and get away with it. If you were the rock and you were being a bit cheeky. But he said that pan face, straight eyed, as if, you know, these were fighting words. Yeah, he's do, directed to do that. Do you think they see yeah. the tattoos and, t- and, like, the fact that he's a bit Samoan and think, shit, they're still writing for the rock? <laughs> Fitz, you, Fitz, you may well have cracked this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just, the penny dropped this week and go, wait a minute. Everything, he was supposed to make everything sound funny. <laughs> the rock has short hair. <laughs> Jeez, the rock's not funny anymore, is he, lads? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Please, for the love of God, stop writing things for Roman. Let him fucking go out. Just see what happens. Give him one week with no script and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, him him uh, shooting on scene at the time was when I actually enjoyed Roman the best. And it was because apparently he asked to go out on his own and deliver a fucking promo. He went out and he literally just ratted on Cena for fucking three or four minutes. And it was fantastic. Yeah, and he can think on his feet. Do you remember the thing where Cena spotted that his fly was down? And he goes, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't keep it in there. Big dog. Like, <laughs> he yeah. can do it. Like, yeah. oh, I, poor big dog. He, like, he's charismatic, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. But you have to give him the material, and you have to put him in a position to show it. Anytime I've heard him speaking, you know, even when he's on the Jericho podcast and everything, he's great. Steve, you met the guy. Mm-hmm. Like, clearly he wasn't I'm sure he was shelling, shelling the company but I'm just, <laughs> we heard the interview he, you know it, like yeah, he seemed like just a fucking genuine guy like yeah. no, he doesn't I, come across as that on TV honest to god I would have gone and had a pint with him afterwards just for the chat like and you would imagine he would probably want to do the same oh, maybe not, maybe not, not naturally with, enough maybe not with you but with uh, a man like myself who likes nothing but the, the finest liquor 
Hey, <laughs> when I bring out that company card and make the make it rain, Jameson. Yeah, that's when everyone wants to come be my friend. <laughs> With all that ad revenue. Oh yeah. Yeah. Big month, lads. Big and then month, I bring last month. Then then I show them headquarters and they really get excited. <laughs> uh, Let me show you why we call this the boardroom. Ah, <laughs> uh, so yeah, basically the match is still on for SummerSlam. Uh, Corbin is called out for backing off of Brock last week. Uh, Corbin says that Steph runs the show and Kurt just makes the matches. And Kurt makes Roman versus Corbin for when? Right now. Oh God, and I did not see that coming. Nobody saw it. Chinlock, the match, I call this. Most of the match is Corbin with Roman and Chinlock until Roman makes his comeback and wins. But the deep six, though. Mm-hmm. Corbin has great face signature moves. Yeah. That, that Actually, was, yeah. It was a deep nine, that one. Yeah. Maybe deep 12. Like, literally, deep six, end of days. And I, I, I know it's something small I keep pointing out, but I still love the whole sliding around the ring post back in clothesline spot. Uh, Ambrose's fucking slingshot thing is shit. Uh, Cor- uh, Corbin's out and back in one is fucking fantastic. He took out uh, the cameraman too. That was hilarious. <laughs> but he does it but, too often, I think. You know, it yeah. just takes too long. When he slides out, you're like, oh, just come back in already and finish the fight. Less is more should be the WWE catchphrase, but I'll get to that when we go on about someone else later on. Yeah, it's they can't do it. All their matches are the same. This was a three-segment match where Roman had one comeback after 19,000 minutes of chin locks it was torture um but before it ended balor walked down to stop corbin from running off and i was like but isn't the story that corbin is too big for balor and he doesn't pose any threat to corbin why didn't he just go through him because he was tired after holding in the headlock so long ah fair enough so roman kind of gives balor the props for the assist and then and then he did the same after the match uh, after roman had pinned corbin uh, Balor then walks in in true baby babyface style and beats the living shit out of the guy who was down after losing a match. What a hero! Uh, technically, something similar happens later on, thanks to Roman again. Uh, just uh, why is Finn Balor beating up people that are already down? Because he doesn't give a shit. Doesn't give a shit. Balor is what we should have, <laughs> but he should be a heel who doesn't give a shit. Yeah, this was a great heel move. <laughs> the only over naturally over baby face they have there before Bailey got ruined. Other than Jinder Mahal. Ah, oh, Jinder, great lad. <laughs> Shanty. Shanty. Um Banner Club has come to Jacksonville. Uh, oh, it's going on. It's arrived in Jacksonville. Uh it can get fucked. Uh, it, let me just try and break well, Sorry, Banner Club can't get fucked. I want Banner Club to stay. So is are they treating this like a like a motorcycle gang chapter? In that they've rolled into town. Uh, I would picture it like the group of 12-year-olds who have a little scooter or skateboarding gang and think they're the fucking bee's knees. Ah, that's what they're fucking marketing this shit to. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. It's one of those other WWE lines that doesn't make any sense. It's provocative. It doesn't need to make sense. <laughs> Nobody knows what it means. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, no. Just, yeah, they can... These little silly fucking buzzwords and catchphrases and everything can get fucked, which... He's the extraordinary man who can do extraordinary things. Uh, sure uh, is. Uh, Why not just call him an ordinary man who can do extraordinary things? Am I the only one who thinks that would actually make him, as a yeah. man, sound more He'd be like impressive? Batman. Yeah. I've, I've never gotten that since day one-ish. <laughs> like, this guy is basically Bruce Wayne. Please listen to me. Yeah, it's like it's very simple. Ordinary man who does extraordinary things. He is a man, but he does ridiculously fucking good stuff. Uh, ah, fuck, um, 
Rollins versus the Ziggly Boys. Um, another recap of last week. Uh, Kurt watches on the TV as Rollins appears. And he, he says that he wants a match against... Uh, I don't know. I think he said both of them tonight for in a tag match. If he can find a partner. And Cole then tells us that it will not be Dean Ambrose. Yeah, that was he, fucking weird. Yeah, they didn't want people chanting it. Not like it didn't stop them. But uh, Ambrose is cleared though, isn't he? Like, didn't he get cleared a few weeks ago? And Jason no. Jordan has been cleared for months. Apparently, Ambrose isn't actually cleared. Apparently, right. he has been slated in as back in the ring mid-September. Okay. But that's not to say he couldn't turn up for an appearance. So like when Rollins came back, remember when Rollins came back and hit the pedigree at the time? Yeah. He wasn't technically fully cleared at that stage. Right. He It was like two weeks later before he was actually cleared to get back in the ring and actually have a match again. So and we may see something similar happen with Ambrose. And Jason Jordan's been cleared since before Money in the Bank. Uh, I think even a month or so further back than that I think think he's been cleared cleared possibly for three months two and a half three months he's appeared backstage in the background of shots and everything there's pictures up of Jason Jordan just standing against a wall when there's a backstage segment he's cleared he's he's showed up as often as that picture that always shows up (laughs) yeah Um, so yeah he said he'd pick Roman Uh, Roman was all in on it as well after somebody Tyler Breeze Tyler Breeze CrossFit Breeze's CrossFit breezes, just do that. Just do that one night. Let's have some fun. Uh, but apparently, Stephanie said Roman is barred because it jeopardized the main event that we're all really looking forward to. Oh, lols. So, why couldn't he have someone else? Why couldn't Balor come out there and help him? Yeah, why couldn't or grab, a te- grab a 10 year old from the crowd? Yep, literally anyone. Uh, the match starts and it was a, as a handicap match and a loud We Want Ambrose chant starts. Rollins loses, but Ziggler wasn't a legal man when he pinned him. Also, and they called it out on commentary. Also, remember Sasha and Bailey had a tight team match a few weeks ago where Sasha got disqualified. The two boys were just in the ring for a good solid forty seconds, beating the shit out of Rollins. No disqualification. Continuity, lads. Uh, uh, heels. Heels. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, we don't want us to think there's such a thing as facing heels anymore. But still, heels. Madness, madness, continuity errors all over the Someone show. should tell Zav, someone should tell Dolph Ziggler to change his Twitter handle. So, heel Ziggler, isn't it? No, it's just because he likes wearing heels. That's all. <laughs> ah, that makes so much more sense. Allegedly, allegedly. Uh, Mojo Rawley versus Bobby Roode. Oh, I skipped this. Wrestling. Straight Bobby Roode wins. Goes yeah. move on. Which Elias. makes no sense, by the way. No, no sense at all. No, no, sure doesn't. You had Mojo tearing the place up. But the two-bit boys will be... Or not the two-bit, sorry, the Take-Two boys, rather, will be fucking delighted to know that we were on board with Mojo potentially winning this. Did you see their tweet they, for their new show, which just as posted? They interviewed the guy, Todd, that um, that Mojo called out that week. Do you remember? The, was it, He was part of something? Some the, the, oh, the old, no, the old Yeah, yeah. So Todd, that, they interviewed that guy. <laughs> oh, How that is fucking him? marvelous. Um, Elias then... Now, I'll be honest, this is the point where I fell asleep, so I don't have a lot of notes for this. But if anyone wants to jump in, be my guest. Lashley interrupts. Um, this is a point I wanted to bring up, and it's not an Enzo thing, but at what point did you start hating Enzo for the same act every week? And how much longer does Elias have of being interrupted every week? Oh, I, I'm already starting to get sick of it. Yeah, it, It's the same thing every week. I'm not hating it yet, but you can tell it's starting to grow. It's, I'm starting to go, ah, I don't need to watch this. I know what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, but the difference is is that I actually hated Enzo for it, whereas I don't hate Elias for it. 
I just think there's so much... I can see more potential with Elias than what he's being allowed to do right now. Whereas I didn't see that same potential with Enzo because I thought that that was his ceiling. And clearly I was wrong with his fantastic music he's put out since so yeah soundcloud camps, okay soundcloud pro i'm sure so there's that you know yeah we pay but yeah, but like, we're also as good as that yeah I, just why do like this is nearly a year of the same thing now for elias mm. we said a good four months ago the man needed to win a fucking big card title that he was at the level where the big car title was the right place for him and he should get the title. Mm-hmm. Let's just now, make this... Is he more than essentially a gatekeeper jobber? Well, gatekeeper, lower mid-carder to jobber, I mean. Why don't we do this, uh, or why don't they do this ladder match at SummerSlam and have Elias be the surprise winner mm-hmm. and have that the IC yeah. title taken away from Rollins and all them? Because if we assume the big dog wins the match, that opens up the title picture for a lot of people. So that's what I'd do. Razor versus Titus O'Neil. And, Skipped uh, it. An excerpt from our WhatsApp group again. We talked about, uh, Gordo had mentioned Raw tonight will have Rousey and Fox, which will inevitably end in DQ when Bliss gets involved. Nearly right. Nearly right. Almost. Almost. Uh, I replied then, with, uh, and Razor has to beat Titus, so the teams are 50 50 up going into next week's tag win for Titus, Titus Worldwide before the AOP win on the SummerSlam kickoff show. What are the chances? It's basically what happened. It's mm-hmm. once Aikam lost last week when you Razard win this week against the other guy. Yeah. Next week there's a tag match, I assume. And then they'll be on the kickoff show at SummerSlam the week after. They, they may try and do a curveball and go with uh, the tight, just a brawl backstage to set up a tag match at the kickoff show. Because they just can't be contained. Yeah, so wild. They'll have to, you know, maybe make it a lumberjack tag team match. Mm. That'd be the sort God. of stupid shit they'll do. Kevin Owen yeah, show. Yeah. Uh, Jinder was the guest on the Kevin Owen show, and the set has appeared on the side of the stage. Gee, uh, I wonder it? what was going to happen here. I mean, nobody saw this coming. Nope. Um, so it was a build on thing to the stage. Basically, they're having the chat, and Jinder never got a word in edgeways. Kevin just kept talking about himself, which was great. And it uh, turns out Strowman was underneath it all along. Mm-hmm. Or some bl- hydraulics machine was. <laughs> a blindfolded, locked in the basement, Stevie Wonder saw this coming. Yep, it was all very tame. Why would Stevie Wonder be blindfolded? <laughs> so that he wouldn't be able to see. Duh. He's fucking blind anyway, you daft cunt. Duh. Well, maybe he's like Daredevil. Maybe he put earplugs or something. That Then he'd lose his vision. Maybe it was all a ruse. Maybe he's not actually blind. And, who's Stevie Wonder? That and how does Stevie Wonder factor into SummerSlam? That's what I wonder. Uh, he's going to be playing the intro for Ember Moon as she comes to the ring. That'd be fucking great, actually. All jokes aside, <laughs> I love Stevie Wonder. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is all very tame. You knew what was going to happen. The bump from over three meters or over three feet. Um, all very safe, very tame, very raw. Quick, quick shout out to uh, Simpsons Wrestling Memes on Twitter who made up one of Jinder and KO on the surfboard as if they were Rotten Todd saying they were surfing. <laughs> uh, something simple that I fucking pissed myself laughing at. <laughs> uh, this set up Jinder versus Braun. There was a three minute break after this, obviously to, God knows, to sell chicken and get rid of the thing off the stage. Uh, the lads are just coming into the ring as the break comes back. Uh, KO is shouting Shanty at Jinder to pump him up. <laughs> Uh, Strowman hits Jinder with the briefcase Jinder wins via DQ 
And the usual, if that happens at SummerSlam, he'll lose the briefcase. We've got one more week of this. Tell is this an educational piece? Is this yeah. essentially an educational piece for kid for kids that don't know the rules of wrestling matches? Pretty much, yeah. Now they're trying to set up this angle and go, well, if that happens, he's going to lose the briefcase to Kevin. Mm-hmm. It's because so we don't know he... the rules. We don't understand how things work. Well, they change the rules every three days anyway. Mm-hmm. I'll give you your Sasha Bailey versus the uh, the thing that happened in the handicap match. Mm-hmm. But did you know that in a triple threat match, the champion doesn't have to be pinned or submitted to lose the belt? Shut all the front doors. I know. I wish they would tell us this information more frequently. Yeah, let's hope something big happens next week because this is going nowhere. Not enjoying it. It's Kevin Owens and Braun Strowman. This should be a home fucking run. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, this is what I was saying earlier though when I said I'd get to the whole less is more thing. As you said, as soon as you saw that stage, you knew Braun Strowman was tipping it. Now, why not go the opposite way where they had done Kevin Owens having these sort of segments up on the side of the stage for a couple of weeks? Mm-hmm. And essentially make people think for a couple of weeks, oh, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Everyone knows he's going to tip it over eventually. But teasing it for a couple of weeks, it'll at least build to it. As soon as it happened, we all knew, right, we're two weeks out from pay-per-view. That's just getting tipped over. Yeah, they, they do it the whole time. It's Everything has to be done to excess. Braun Strowman is talented. He can put on good matches, especially with bigger guys, which, to be fair, Owens is. He's ridiculously athletic, but he's a big guy. These guys could have great matches. I, th- I think fucking the, th- the sight of Braun throwing Jinder around for five minutes would be a decent Jinder Mahal match. Instead, the whole thing is around, oh, Braun is just going to drag shit over. He's going to push shit over. He's going to push a- or drag a port of hottie through the arena. It-, it doesn't have to be that way. Braun Strowman throwing chairs at people was one of the funniest things about last summer. Yeah. Ridiculously entertaining. And the accuracy and velocity you could throw <laughs> chairs. So perfect. Like, that was mm. something so simple back then. It was something small that was at ringside the whole time. Bang, happy days, done. Now it's, we have yeah. to set up the biggest possible thing we can for Braun Strowman to tip over or drag. And no, it's, it's too much. And I, I kind of hit on it in my article that certain things they're, ridic- they're overdoing way too much. Whereas you look at other things, which the, the one that always jumps to my mind is the Alexa Bliss arm spot, where she has the double jointed thing, which we totally know is happening at SummerSlam. But we haven't seen that in a good six months. Mm. So it's going to mean something. We'll, we know what's going to happen, but it, it will mean something, the fact that it doesn't happen Most every week. Most people have forgotten about it or didn't even know. So, yeah. you know, uh, it so will happen. I look is, forward to it. Yeah, and if anyone's listening that forgot it, that she ever done that, I'm sorry, but still, fuck <laughs> you. Um, uh, I'm the time of Tonga at this fucking podcast, but uh, yeah, Get no, so, ah, fucking, um, but yeah, it's yeah, it's something that just annoys me the whole time. The whole thing around everything has to be what's the biggest thing Braun Strowman can lift and my spirits, hopefully, SummerSlam because uh, they're down. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping my spirits to be lifted by KO winning the fucking briefcase off him. Mm. I don't want Strowman having this. Yeah, revival versus B team next. B team have a fancy new theme tune to get everyone. Oh my god! Bring back best of both worlds. <laughs> I legitimately would rather listen to best of both worlds than this shite. They had an amazing theme. We are the best of both worlds. Yeah, I have listened to that actually quite a few times. So I don't know. Hi guys, we're back Hi guys, it's the so best good. of both worlds. Oh, text me if you've ever heard a song. <laughs> Is that not the greatest song of all time? B-team, B-team, go, go, go. (laughs) 
This is a hot new track. This is going rocketing straight up the charts, and it's number one in our hearts. Bring back Jim Johnston. Jesus, fucking CFOs with your shite. Hey, uh, no, no, no. They would not yeah. be behind this. Not an ocean of it. Oh, uh, I'm sure they are. That's one of their loops, anyway. And someone has recorded B team, B team, go, go, go. Anyway, it's yeah, it's designed to get people a chance along. It did work though a little bit. The crowd were getting along with it. Um. They're idiots, we know this. But um, the lights go out, Bray and Matt replace the guys from each team on the apron and then attack the other guys from each each team in the ring. Bastard magic. Bastard magic. This is some of the best use of bastard magic, I thought. It's quite good. Uh, uh, Just quickly touch on the worrying tweets from Matt Hardy over the last week or so. Oh, what? This is teasing a retirement or something. Yeah, no, I was reading one the other day and I haven't been able to find anything else really confirmed, so I don't know how accurate it is, but some issues with like bone fusion surgery and shit like that. Up. He can barely walk. Do you see the way yeah. he drags one of his legs behind him? His mm. hip is fucked. Yeah, so there's talks that this could actually be Matt's last hurrah. So Apparently, he what I saw on Twitter was that he needs to go to rehab to recover. Not for any sort of substance-related abuse or anything like that, but he just no, so he needs to recoup. But that's a good place for him to be when he's not wrestling because you know you're kept away from things from that might devices. make you go bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, as he did say, not a drop of alcohol has entered his vessel since he became broken. Mm. But yeah, triple threat tag team for the titles next week. Why is that happening on Raw next week and not on SummerSlam? <laughs> because the champs will win. So, so basically, there's no tag match at that on SummerSlam. Oh no, there will be. I guarantee. What I see happening, and they've done it a few times, is the B team lose the belts on Raw and win them back on SummerSlam. So the revival will have the belts for six days. Or, or, mad crack here. You have AOP come down and fucking lay them all out. And then they have Titus Worldwide come out and chase them off. And then we end up with a tag team turmoil at SummerSlam. Nah. I'd, li- I'd like that if it happened, but... Lads, you're being far too creative here. We'll get to the oh, good stuff. That. Let's go to the good stuff of Raw. Paul Heyman's interview with Renee Young is one of the best things I've ever seen on Raw. There is what? your Emmy. Uh, any, yeah. Do you not think so? Uh, I'm putting it up there with Attitude Area. I think it's that good. Like, it was the, I think, I suppose in my mind, it's elevated only because everything else around it was so poor. I think in a good show, that was better than better than good. It was great, but I don't think, I wouldn't put it up on a pedestal like that, but that's just me being a harsh bastard. Oh, no, no, that's fair enough. I, I, I do put, I do rate it that highly. I think maybe it is because everything else around it is so shit, but I think it stands alone. Like, I think it could stand the test of time. Um, so basically, Paul shows up and he's clearly been crying. His eyes are bloodshot. His eyes, eyes all his face is all red. He's unshaven. Or, or he was in the car with Matt Riddle. Oh! <laughs> yeah. He just in the back smoking a blunt with Rob Van Dam. Um, <laughs> so he says he has been able to contact Brock directly or through his intermediaries. Says they are friends and that their kids are friends. And he gets broken up over this. Uh, they'd said that they'd always talked about riding off to the sunset with the universal title on one shoulder and the UFC heavyweight title on the other. But talks about but talking about personal matters would only piss Brock off. That was a nice touch. But he just the way he dressed up for it and everything, his suit was all creased and he was broken up. Um mm-hmm. Renee asked about a new client and he says last week that would have been inconceivable and the tears are streaming down his face. 
he asked who he thinks sorry Renee had asked Renee a new uh, colour commentator on Raw next week asked who he thinks will win and he said he's known Brock Lesnar for 16 years and he's never seen him this focused and violent word they're not allowed to use apparently mm-hmm. and Roman doesn't stand a chance against this Brock Lesnar unless oh well that was actually a thing they don't they actually they cut off early on the show on the on the YouTube or WWE.com there was an extended version Ooh. where after he says that bit where he says uh, Roman doesn't stand a chance against this Brock Lesnar he pauses for a good 10 seconds or so and then he kind of half says unless and then he stops takes off his microphone Renee turns around and says wait wait what, what were you going to say and he's like uh, thank you very much for this interview I uh, wish you good luck uh, have a good evening and hands the microphone and walks off and she's there trying to call after him so why would you not have that on a row he gets a new manager. I don't know why they didn't have it on Raw. So you're telling me Jose Lotario is coming back <laughs> and he's going to be Roman Reigns' manager and that's going to get him over the line against Bret Hart. I mean, uh, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, do the oh. Jose Lotario. Ah, do it. Fuck it. I'm sure he's man. dead. It's probably not sounding good. It's just reminding me of that. That was. I think he was with Shawn Michaels when he faced Vader at SummerSlam 95. Yeah, and he basically, Jose Lotario got him over the line for the boyhood dream to come true. Yeah. It's fucking perfect. Yeah, God, I was only thinking about great. that during the week. Ah, oh, man, better oh, times. Ontario. Where did that come from? <laughs> See, that had an impression on me. I still mm-hmm. think about him. Clearly. Yeah. Do you know what we should do for next week, lads? Cans. I think we might do it anyway. Oh, 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 I can see it. I can yes, see it. Yes, say no more. Say no okay, more. Okay, okay. Basically, I think we might have to next week. Yeah, I, I, we're totally talking about separate things here, but that's are beside we? the point. I have no idea. I, I, think, I think we are. I think you might be. I'm scared, I'm scared to know where either of you are going, but don't worry, looking we're at your faces a, and reactions. We have a scheduled break coming up in a minute where a sting will play, so we can talk about it then. Uh, right Squad versus Off the Year. Uh, close, close, Steve in the chat. Close, Steve. Close, Steve. You nearly got it. Oh. Uh, very close. Very close. Think back to what our plan was. If such an event would arise, that it would require. Ah, some... yes. But yes. both would work. Both would work. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Riot Squad versus Sashley. Uh, Ruby, <laughs> Ruby Riot comes back and helps them win the match. Uh, don't care. Don't have time. Blah blah blah. Uh, Ronda versus Alicia Fox. Uh, with a five-minute promo by Alexa Bliss pre-match. Five actual minutes of time taken up in people's lives. Mm-hmm. In the overrun. In the, was it in the overrun as well? Yeah. As far as, far as I know, this, this went to around about 10 past hour time. Mm-hmm. So the arse end of this would have been in the overrun. Wow. Now, the one thing I would say is that earlier in the night on Raw, they gave a pretty decent video package for Alicia Fox. They made her look quite good, which is impressive in its own right. Former women's champ. Yeah, 10 years uh, legend, pioneer of the women's wrestling. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway, back to the to the overrun and the unnecessariness of it all in a three-hour show. So we had uh, the championship style intro, which I really enjoyed. Um, you know, the music stops and each one is introduced in the ring. So it all boiled down to an armbar in front of Bliss for the win. Uh, Fox didn't sell a liver shot in the corner where she's supposed to fold up and die like Stephanie did and all that. But to, to stop you before you go any further, mm-hmm. did you notice that Alicia Fox came to the ring under Alexa Bliss's music? What? Yep. I didn't even notice it. Yep. Where's the fucking logic there? That is so stupid. Mm. Anyway. 
I didn't Sorry. even notice the show so much attention I paid to it. Yeah, I've checked out. Uh, Rhonda lays two more in after that, so she didn't sell the shot. So Ron- <laughs> she laid two more in. Yeah. And the second and the third ones were a little stiffsky. You could Ow. tell she hit her. Here, Alicia, go, oh. Uh, that, that, that's for the shit that fucking Fox said to, uh, what's his name, a couple Travis of months ago. Travis Brown, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's your fucking get for bad me husband, you bitch. Yeah. Uh, oh, I forgot about that, yeah. Yeah. But I think she, the combination of that and she didn't sell one of her big spots that she has where she throws the shots and then hits the liver shot. Yeah. She didn't sell it at all and she got two real ones after it. She hit the Brock Lesnar situation there. Sell it or you die. I can kill all of you. Uh, I One thing I did like is that they didn't have Alicia have any real offense because it's not believable. And that's yeah. the problem with the match on Sunday or next Sunday. Uh, she kind of did have a little bit. A little bit, but she's taller than her and you can explain a little bit away. Alexa and it was distractions more. and shit as well. It was... Yeah. It's, it was dirty offense, kind of. That's the only way you can do it because if I see Alexa Bliss getting any offense in on Ronda Rousey, I'm throwing my hands up in the air. doesn't make any sense. Any uh, legit offense. If Ronda's down selling for a long period of time for Alexa Bliss, we have problems. Yeah. Am I alone in that? No, I did not no, agree with you. Absolutely, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if any of you picked up. I saw any of this online, but there's an awful lot of people saying that a couple of trolls that Ronda hit on Fox, gone about how green she was and unsafe and all this sort of shit. I thought they looked fine. They, I thought they looked. I won't say. I, I won't say rough, but I thought they looked legit. They're legit throws. They're not exactly. people. Aren't, people aren't taking flatbacks off them. She's throwing yeah, them in yeah. your face. That's yeah, the you're, you're being thrown. She's also the way you're a UFC fighter. So yeah. if she starts to throw the shitty little slaps that the rest of the women are throwing, then it just makes it look a complete farce. Oh, exactly. Well, yeah, people are there saying she doesn't deserve a fucking title shock because all uh, oh, the throws she's looking like so unsafe and shit. Here's, here's an unpopular opinion for you. The only reason there's a women's revolution is because Ronda Rousey was the champion of the UFC and selling out arenas and breaking Steve, pay-per-view records. Steve, that's not an unpopular opinion. That's a fucking <laughs> fact of life. <laughs> They don't want to hear that, do they? No, all these girls are so oh. talented. Alicia Fox is so great. The only reason they're there and this is this fucking evolution has happened is because of Ronda Rousey. Yeah. And they just so happened to look into the fact that she wanted to be there and they mm. are cashing into fuck on it. Yep. One but, thing uh, while you're talking about that is I was listening to your boys on Wrestling Soup on my long fucking drive back to Galway this week. They're a great bunch of lads. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they talked a lot of stuff to be fair this week uh, some of it you know isn't exactly PG and a few a few of the women might take offence to it they certainly but, um, <laughs> one of the guys I, I don't know any of their names but one of the guys made a point and says that you know promoting WWE Evolution right now is championing mediocrity because effectively the women's wrestling right now in its current performance level isn't warranting of a gender specific pay-per-view Testify. you want to have a gender specific pay-per-view build up the talent to a point of where it actually feels like it's deserving rather than cashing in on a, a, a time and space of where doing gender specific things is the popular option to do you're actually doing the women who you're promoting a disservice by doing this right now and I thought it was a fantastic point. And like he went on for, for, for another little bit before ultimately changing topic in, in rating 
the hot women by their wrestling ability. So, yeah. you know, you, you you take with one hand, you you give with the other, and then no, you do that, other, and then you do other things when you're watching women's that's wrestling. The soup, my friend. That's how the yeah. soup works. That's, <laughs> how, that's, how gets, that's how the soup gets its consistency. Exactly. <laughs> you, you start the pot. I think that was two weeks ago where they they challenged the listeners to to come up with a card that you would actually watch and pay money to. Ooh. Do you know what I mean? It's like they have there. So Joe was off this week and they had John and Kevin Catlin cover. So next week, I think Joe is back. And then Mish and Joe are going to book the best possible card and the worst possible card. I oh. cannot wait for that show. <laughs> oh, like, we should do that for the fun as well. Yeah, beforehand, I'm definitely stealing that idea. I really yeah. wish I didn't have to edit out what I'm saying now. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. I won't. I'm stealing no, you won't. idea. We're just stealing it. We're flat out stealing it. I, 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 I call people listen to this. I'm We're giving you. <laughs> yeah, we're giving you credit. It's okay. Yeah, yeah we're gonna we're gonna compare what we think the best and worst cards will be to what they think the best and worst exactly. cards will be, and uh, follow the wrestling soup. They're a great bunch of lads. Yeah, they're fun. They're funny bastards. A lot of them. Uh, one, one quick thing on all this though is around the whole thing of a similar point to that is they're building up to this big women's pay per view. Yet, if I'm right in thinking back on this week's Raw, the women got around about twenty minutes out of a three hour show. Well, actually, sorry, Alain Farad's been taken out. Women got 20 minutes of a two-hour, 25-minute show and, like, one video package before a break as well. It's no wonder that it will be, as they said, championing mediocrity mm. when they're literally not being given time. Mm-hmm. When you have... Like, some of the women there are fantastic wrestlers, but instead you're putting them in shitty, meaningless oh, tag matches as opposed to fucking Did- building... No did stories. you did you watch the video that Triple H streamed live last night on Facebook? Steve, you probably wouldn't have had, but you would have seen it on YouTube today. It was effectively introducing all the women that are in the May Young Classic I this year. I didn't get a chance. I plan on watching it after this. And I just watched that, and I'm like, okay, you're a great wrestler. Okay, you're a great wrestler. Okay, you're a great wrestler. Okay, I don't know you, but you look like a great wrestler. And I'm, I'm thinking, and then I stopped and thought, okay, Dana Brooke, Nia Jax, Natalia, Alicia Fox... This is completely all over the place. You should be away from wrestling in your own little total divas world. Let the women who can do the graps do the graps on the telly. How was Priscilla Kelly looking? Um, I don't know if I saw her. Mm. I, I joined a couple of minutes later. I guess I'm, I'm guessing mighty fine. I am a very big fan of her career. I have to Google her career right now. Yes, Google that career. Because uh, I, I, I got you to Google the career of... Um, Scarlett Bordeaux last week as well, and you were very you impressed with her accomplishments. You did yes. indeed, my friend. Uh, oh, Priscilla Kelly. Yes, I did see yes. her. She's got a very good gothic look. Um, yes. Uh, yes, I'm very impressed with her careers. Yes, I think she is a fine wrestler. Uh, who else is there? How's yeah, Tony Storm looking? Uh, I missed her. A ridiculous reaction of her. Yeah, yeah. Tony, I, legit- yeah. I legitimately missed... Um, Ginny, she was at the beginning, but I did catch um, Nixon Newell or Taylor Knox or what's her name now? Uh, oh, I don't know what to call her now. Tegan Knox. Well, Tegan Knox. Yeah. And she was Michael Cole's pick to win the whole thing. Really? Yeah. Oh, they're massive on her. Really? Well, she's been in the PC for a year now, off TV effectively, so they've had a lot of time to yeah. groom her. That she got injured, bad. didn't she? Really quickly when she got there, she got injured. Yeah, done her ACL ACL like her second or first day at the performance center. Oh, because we saw her last match then at OTT that night. Yeah, which is on the 450 to the outside. Yeah, and she fucked her knee up. I I guarantee you that. Remember we were there and I said, she just signed the fucking PC and she's after doing that. 
Apparently she had a week or so. WWE don't know that yet. Yeah, I think that might have had something to do with it. Because she did it for 50 outside and she wasn't caught and she hit her knee right on the fucking floor at OTT that night. But uh, yeah, no, she flew to Florida. She's fucking. She's lovely. I want her to do well. I assume Ginny's going to be the heel, the big heel. Oh, she is a bastard heel. I love her to bits. She'd be the Pete Dunn of the situation. Uh, Not even that, because you you want to cheer Pete Dunn, you don't want to cheer Ginny. Yeah, you don't. You you want to shout that she shops at pennies. For the Americans out there, Walmart. Okay, uh, but yeah, I I don't know. I don't see I, I don't see Ginny getting too far in it. I think they're going to have her mainly focused in the UK division for now. Same with Tony. Uh, I think Tony will go all right because I think people are familiar enough with Tony off of last mm. year. But I think Tony will go far enough. But I think Ginny is going to be gone maybe first or second round. Tony, Tony, mm. I really <laughs> like Tony. <laughs> Do you know who actually got another great reception was um, Josh Matthews misses from TNA. Oh, Madison Rain. Yeah, Ashley Rains. Ashley Rain. Oh, Rains. Yeah. I actually think, is it Ashley Rains? Oh my I god! Went, I think he just went with Rain, the big bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one match I know. I know who she's facing, but uh, I don't know the result. I yeah, I saw one spoiler on it. I won't say what it is, obviously. But um, uh, Robbie Brookside's daughter is in it too. Yeah, apparently that would be the first time he will have gotten to see her wrestle. Oh, That's insane! That's cool. Yeah. And she is fucking awesome as well. So delighted to see her get a run. So, so somebody else was in there. Oh yeah, the the Japanese, the one, the lady they're talking about, Io Shirai or whatever. Yeah, she's yeah. Gonna a big deal. I said she's gonna win it. I assume. Uh, her, her and Knox maybe getting into the final. Her, Knox, and Tony, I reckon, could be all three of them in the semis. Has a lot of talent in there. Yeah, like that's that's what your women's wrestling should be built around. Yeah. Yeah, back to the main yeah. point of it all. Well, every, build, yeah, Steve, you want to build everything around her. So I'd, I'd build companies around her. Yeah, you'd build your whole life around her. I would build a life around Priscilla Kelly. So right now, this is my proposal. <laughs> Crab Fest is back. I'm back. Try Crab Lover's Dream. Hey, Chad. But hurry in. SmackDown starts off with a promo in the ring. We're like, oh my God, what are the chances? Mm-hmm. Orton cuts the same promo as last week, but longer this time. <laughs> It's like okay, and to use another no-no word. What? Well, I missed that. What did you violent. say? Violent, violent, bastard. That's twice. Yeah. We're violent on Raw and SmackDown this week. Oh yeah, he said they'll become so violent that they'll want to change the channel, but they won't change the channel because they still believe in the superhero. To be fair, Raw doesn't even get that violent, and I want to change the channel every week. Yeah. Good point. Um, yeah, that's a solid enough promo. It was pretty I, much the same as last week, but just fleshed out more. I know, and I love it. Like, give yeah. me this art and like hook it up to my veins. It's that good. Uh, the main thing that came out of that was, or after this, Charlie, Charlie, that's what I'm calling them now. So <laughs> Ashley and Charlie, uh, Charlotte and Becky versus the annoying cunts. I mean, um, Iconics. Actually, <laughs> uh, well, while, while we're talking about the annoying cunts, mad props to the Orlando crowd for their boring chant during their intro because quality. I I, I love one that you don't hear too often. Yeah, and that was good. Mad They'll props. be delighted though. They're getting a reaction. I didn't mind it because when you do something so bad and you get the reaction, it's the it's the Enzo Amore effect. So it mm-hmm. is working. And like you hated Enzo for it. I you loved Enzo for it. We hated God, Enzo for it. But we had a reaction towards him and we actually enjoyed it to a point as well. So, you know, they're annoying cunts, but you know, I thought it was actually quite funny this week. 
Um, so yeah, basically, before all that, Charlotte and Becky talk about last week and how they need to get how they need to get along. And Charlotte asks if they're good for the tag team match, and Becky says, "Of course, they aren't Sasha or Bailey." Oh shit, shade and such. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, it confirms the tag team belt. If only they had somewhere to be in competition. Mm. Mm. Evolution is a mystery, really. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, as you said, Iconis come out and caught another god-awful promo, as I call it, and were drowned out in boring chants. And I have no further notes for that. I assume the faces take the win. They do. Yeah. Becky uh, was in the middle of the match. Looked like she needed to get the hot tag. Charlotte comes in, gets uh, Peyton Royce to tap out with the figure eight. Neat. So it kind of built up the fact that um, Becky couldn't get the job done and that Charlotte was this superhero that comes in and wins. So that's kind of the story they're they're pushing leading into SummerSlam, I reckon. We have to... Breaking news here. Danny Ings to Southampton for 22.2 million actual million pounds. Yep. And uh, Southampton's pants are being pulled up from their ankles right now. That's that's uh, that's uh, Shakiri plus 9 million left over. Thank you very much. Fuck me. <laughs> <sighs> Who's running Liverpool? I need to borrow them for a transfer window. <laughs> I'm so fucking happy right now. Yeah, I'll, I'll gladly take Shakiri and his week's wages, or his year's wages, <laughs> to get rid of Danny Ings. Oh my God. And it will probably cost that much in physio bills over the next fucking two years anyway. Oh, that's a great deal. My God. Do you want Darmian or Shaw or... or that's uh, not too late. Uh, transfer transfer, yeah. uh, transfer window gone. <laughs> Sorry, Newcastle needed a left back. They could have fucking taken Shaw off you. Yeah, I'd prefer he'd stay. I meant to say young, but anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> AJ. AJ has another in-ring promo. Super babyface promo, because he, uh, he likened himself to the crowd who work hard for the families and miss important dates and all that, and says that Joe will be lucky to walk out of SummerSlam at all after bringing his family into it. I love this. Old school. Mm-hmm. This feud has been 15 years. Yeah. I loved their first match. Even in a WWE environment, I am sure I'm going to love this match 15 years fucking later. Yeah. Yeah. These are two of the best in the world. Legit two of the best in the world every year for the last 15, 16 years. And they're still doing it at that level. Their promos are good. The ring work is good. As I said, this match is going to be fantastic. And That's next it. week, we, we have a go-home next week, so we'll promo from Joe the week before, AJ this week, and then next week we'll have... Uh, AJ contract signing. the tag match. Contract signing, where it descends into violence. Yeah. And ends in a tag match where AJ ends up losing. Yeah, probably. Hopefully not. But anyway, uh, <laughs> we're in a time warp here. Lana versus Zelina. Uh, Let's before... do the time warp again. <laughs> Before the match, they forgave English. Uh, Rusev and Lana forgave English, but asked him to stay backstage, and he's upset by it. During the match, English cast Lana accidentally because uh, I think she knocked Almas into Lana, which led to the finish. If I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Saying this is the part where I haven't seen, so the rest of it's going to get a little, a little uh, fuzzy for me now. So you'll have to help yeah. out. No, uh, yeah, no. Almas and Rusev were kind of had each other in a clinch nearly outside, and uh, looked like. Almas was kind of getting the better of him. And uh, English comes running down, goes to shove him as Lana's climbing up to the top rope and kind of clips her foot. She loses her balance and flips off down to the ground. Then Zelina hits the running knees in the corner for the win. And did we have a... Did, was he scolded then, English? From uh, one side, I, I imagine. Correctly, he was. Yeah. 
it was a really interesting move Vega done early on in the match though where she essentially hit like a jawbreaker but it was nearly like, it was it was almost like a code breaker from a clinch Ooh. it was kind of a falling code breaker from a clinch it was an interesting interesting little jawbreaker I liked it I hadn't mm. seen it done before and it actually made me turn around and go ooh so I'd like to give her an interesting little jawbreaker I'll give her a fucking jawbreaker <laughs> no <laughs> that about Rihanna as well but. <laughs> Oh, stop. Uh, Nakamura versus R-Truth. This was set up amazingly. The promo Highlight. Highlight of the week. Oh, so good. But Steve, Steve, tell me, if you wanted a match with Nakamura at SummerSlam for the US title, how do you get that match? You do what everyone else does and you pin Carmella. Hey! That, 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 that's, that's not how it works. You have to go through... <laughs> You know. I, love I love that bit then is like I'm not getting in the ring with Renee. <laughs> <laughs> the match with Carmella is off. Our <laughs> truth killing it. Hey, oh, that was so good. So so good. Yeah. Uh but Nakamura tells him off in Japanese and leaves and the truth is shocked by his words. <laughs> He's like, Well, I never He's like, What did he say? Well, so I couldn't repeat it in public. <laughs> so our truth can speak Japanese. That's good. <laughs> it's a good uh, match actually as well Truth got yeah. a lot of offense in uh, he's looked well in the last couple of weeks did, did, what 20 odd years since his WWF debut wow, and yeah. he's still going at this fucking speed still looking as athletic as ever Like, mm-hmm. like there's, there's a stat somewhere where every year since 2000 or 2001 Ron Killings or R-Truth has been employed each year at some point by WWE since then that's crazy that. You know, he I might wonder. be in TNA for six months and then he'd appear in WWE for a month and then he gets sacked again and then he'd go back to <laughs> TNA and then he'd appear it the next day and, or the next year and he'd appear at least once every year. Here's a question for you. Is R-Truth a Hall of Famer in the future? If Coco Beware is in there, I want R-Truth in there. Hmm. Like, you, you, okay, you look at wrestling ability but you also have to look at longevity and time spent with the company. He was US champ, wasn't he? Uh, was, multiple yeah. times, three or four times, I think. Tag titles, probably as well. Yeah, uh, Miz. won them, won them at Miz, and I think he yeah. won them at Road Dog. Didn't they win them for? A, they did, yeah. Four time. Uh, K Quick. Yeah, technically, if you look at it outside of the company, he is also a two-time NWA World Champ, which I think he might be the first, uh, first black NWA World Champ. I right. may be wrong on that, but he he's a two-time NWA World Champ. Mm. No, yeah. From his time in TNA. So probably he will then, yeah. Yeah, I, I would love to see him in there. I think he's, you know, from an entertaining point of view, there hasn't been many that have been able to be entertaining in different eras within WWE like he has. You know, like his little Jimmy run. His little Jimmy run with John Cena back 2012, 13, leading up to Capital Punishment. Little that Jimmy. was fantastic. Yeah, he, he was fighting Cena for the title at one point. Yep. Main eventing a pay-per-view with John Cena. WWE, capital punishment. Yeah. Where he got okey-doked by little Jimmy. Yeah. Where he got the drinks spilled in his face. Uh, oh, yeah, just Jimmy. Uh, yeah, he is indeed the first African-American to win the NWA World title, which he won twice, and he won the NWA World Tag Team titles twice as well. So I know they won't acknowledge it, probably won't acknowledge it being TNA, but technically that is... That is that is four world titles. He's won outside of it as well because I believe the NWA World Tag Titles used to be classified as a world title. Is it linear to the world's title that's currently around? 
I assume it is. Uh, I'm not sure what way it's. I'm not sure what way it works. Obviously, because it's singles versus tags. Yeah. But like it's yeah, it's still. Yeah. Um, still there, like. All and, right, it's a random point. He did, he did win the bragging rights trophy in 2009 as well. And you know, he did bring a ladder into a Royal Rumble and try <laughs> to break it. <laughs> <laughs> which is still one of my all-time favorite spots that anyone has ever done just the yeah. look of hope and then he looks up and his heart is broken it's so good oh man we, we don't deserve our truth no if you do three of them a year space them out it'd be perfect put them into gimmick matches <laughs> do the opposite put him in the money in the bank and have him throw somebody over the ropes and throw them all out and then he's he clears everyone starts celebrating and then he points to the sign and there's no sign <laughs> <laughs> oh that works too good um miz the floor is yours steve uh let me just get some tissues and some lotion uh, <laughs> I, I i need i need a minute here i'm just gonna turn off my webcam as well here you go <laughs> leave, leave it on <laughs> <laughs> what what can we say about the miz like he had a he's a promo so effectively byron saxton comes to the ring and Corey gives him an awful doing, to be fair, and it was fantastic. Uh, and he interviews Miz, who is on location at this set of Miz and Mrs., which premieres after SmackDown Live. Why does it uh, have a set if it's a fucking reality show following him around in life? Kayfabe, Gordo, kayfabe. Why did it have the same picture as last week and the one that Paul had? Because maybe that's a very popular piece of art over <laughs> the States, Steve. We don't live over there. We don't know if that's a thing or not. Maybe we're missing out on a new scene. This is very popular. I don't know why we're whispering into our microphones like this when we could just talk normally. Steve can't hear us if we whisper. He's like a T-Rex with movement. Okay, yeah. Well, I hope he doesn't catch many Eevees this weekend. <laughs> Anywho, not shopping at Ikea where everyone buys the same artwork. The Miz. So effectively, Byron is asking him questions and Miz shoots him down in theatrical fashion. As only right, because Byron is a joke of a man. Uh, Miz is talking about how he is making Daniel Bryan relevant. Uh, making not. Keeping him interesting. <laughs> what? Poor Byron got an awful doing there. <laughs> awful um, doing. T- tell, t- t- tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> oh, he is blander than milk. True. The one night he had the... Uh, the greatest Royal Rumble I thought he was good outside of that fucking shit yeah 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 anyway, uh, anyway Miz so he is again he's, he's cutting the same shtick but I'm loving it so I, I, I give me more of it hooked up to my veins he is telling about how Daniel Bryan called him soft he's not soft he's been there for so long he's doing things that Daniel Bryan can only dream of he's main eventing he's, he's got his own reality TV show and boom Daniel Bryan comes in out of nowhere bastard magic floors him throws a couple of digs security comes in drags daniel bryan off and miz turns around and smacks him over the head with a vase perfect there was a nice uh sound effect they used there or someone maybe they did him in the head i hope he didn't did him in the head with a vase. <laughs> the sound effect they use for the pre-tape or whatever uh yeah, yeah. miz perfect i love it like and he he um he kind of opened up the segment with saying that he was accepting daniel bryan's challenge for SummerSlam. so like it came across to me like it wasn't even that he was reluctantly taking the match like a coward would. He opened it by standing up and saying that I am facing him at SummerSlam. So he doesn't believe that he's a coward and he's not telling us to think that he's a coward. It's it's completely flawed logic because normally when 
the coward is challenged to a match, they find a way to get out of it, something like Kevin Owens would do, because that's he plays that coward character very, very well. But The Miz is leaning into it, and he's like, no, I, I, I'm not a fucking coward, I will face you whenever, do it. And he is doing it. So, like, I don't know how this is going to work at SummerSlam. It's definitely not a one and done, so I I can see The Miz possibly winning at SummerSlam. I, I think Miz will win it as well. I think it makes more sense for him to win it. I would love him to win it clean as well. Clean, I don't know about, but it would be cool. And then, no, actually, no, yeah, if he did win a clean and then Brian has to question what he believed all along and he, he underestimated him and so on mm. and so on. It would give both guys a great rub if he won him clean. Yeah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, I think he should too. I think that's the way it should work. But it won't. So it won't. So Daniel Bryan wins in a squash match. Yeah, Daniel, Bryan, <laughs> Daniel Bryan wins and the next night they decide to do a surprise draft lottery and Miz goes on the draw. <laughs> <laughs> so many people die in to see this storyline to play out and he's like and Daniel Bryan is now on NXT oh man uh, Bludgeon Brothers versus Jobbers bludgeoning moving on uh, main event fucking brilliant New Day versus The Bar in the final of the whatever they called it, the tag team tournament well I don't know what they had a name on it uh, but earlier in the night another great interview segment uh, Kofi wears a wig and interviews Ian Xavier as Kramer King <laughs> the most white guy voice he could put on <laughs> brilliant should uh, we be racist uh, racially offended by that uh, he did appropriate uh, our gender like if we put on our blackface whoa race. you know we're, 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 we're being all disrespectful and whatnot. but <laughs> he can put on a white man voice and we're just supposed to take it okay yeah okay. definitely because we're not easily offended it's true uh, I, I, what do you mean I'm not easily offended <laughs> did you just assume my gender did you just assume my irateness <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, TV time 30 minute match we'll say I'm sure it was 23 minutes or some shit but in TV time I like to call it 30 minutes Yeah. Uh, gotta love a good main event and the whole show was built around it great match too it paid off a new day win face to be at SS <laughs> I was uh, not happy with the result. No? No, like, in my mind, watching this match, I loved it. Fantastic match. Both teams are fantastic. Put Great on a hell of a show. Hell of a show. Yeah. And in my mind, there wasn't a bad result, but in my mind, there was definitely a better result. And the better result was to see the bar win because they hadn't gone up against the Bludgeon Brothers before. So, like, New Day have already been squashed by the Bludgeon Brothers. So why are we to believe now that something different will happen? Power of positivity. Get fucked. So at least at least with the fucking bar going up against them, the bar are two big guys, they're not gonna get tossed around. They're not gonna get knocked off. They're <laughs> gonna they're they're gonna put up a fight and it, it should make the Bludgeon Brothers question themselves. I, and that's where you see the new they could possibly come into it. I think that's where that happens bar. afterwards. I think uh, Bludgeon Brothers lose it and they feud with the bar. No, nah, <sighs> because the way this book now, the new they are winning at SummerSlam. Yeah. It has to happen. They need to get the belts off those fuckers. I was, I was still thinking that a face bar would have been interesting to see. Yeah, but they seem they to be healing again. They're, they're always tweening though. Yeah, yeah. The fans always want to cheer Cesaro. They enjoy. They, they, it's weird. They enjoy booing Sheamus, but not mm. to, in the way of they hate. Not in the way of they hate him. No, they, they just, go along with the it's, act. It's yeah. a cool thing to yeah. do is to boo Sheamus, yeah. and they always yeah. want to cheer Cesaro. So it's. Yeah. Don't face with the bar. Seamus will probably still get his couple of booze anyway, but they would be faced. You know, it's. I was hoping yeah. when they were in Ireland, they'd cheer Seamus and boo Cesaro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't boo world. Cesaro. I know that, but in, do make it Bizarro World just to get so you're relaying on the act. But um, yeah, 
Okay. It's easy to boo them anyway because they always go around wearing Liverpool jerseys. That's true. Hey, fuck off. 22 million for Danny fucking Ings. Oh, man, it's the deal of the century, that. It's How much like did you pay game. for him? Uh, I think it worked out. It was one of them tribunal fucking yokes. I think it worked out like somewhere between 9 and 12. Mars bars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a, That's and about a, all he's worth. And a can of Coke, Twix, and a Curly Whirly as a signing on fee. Not bad. Look, I mean, at the time, it's a lot of food to give up, but 22 million at the end of it. Well, to be fair, he needed to do something when he was sitting on the fucking table the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Self and Sturridge must have struck up quite the tag team backstage. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but look at when, when you were playing uh, Real Madrid in the Champions League final and you wanted someone to come off the bench and turn that game for you, you looked at Danny Ings and, and th- then you kept looking. <laughs> look, it's not going to ruin that day for me. My aunt got married and it was a lovely day for the family. Stop dragging up the fucking bad side of that day. Oh, it was a, I, I, I'm not saying it was a bad day. I thought it was a fantastic day. It was a glorious Rusev day that day. Oh, man. And my fucking, my chrome froze up there, so I don't have a clue what the fuck you said. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess it was something, something Spurs. We didn't sign anyone. And I'm, ho- and don't I'm, need hoping, to. I'm hoping that these gaps don't appear because I'm not editing any of this. No, it's, 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 it's my laptop. It's my laptop being yeah. my laptop. Yeah. Very good, very good. Um, another good show. Raw's getting worse, and this is just getting better. I, yeah. I, I have faith in them doing a good go-home show, and I normally don't next week, because Raw, let's just say, if it goes the way we think it, it goes next week, there's going to be an interesting show next week for us. You're gonna, we're going to mix it up. We're People will want up. to tune in. Why? We're going to shake it up, Steve. Oh, are we? Yep. Oh, are no, we going to... I broke my thing. Are we oh. going to Taylor Swift it up, are we? I don't know what that means. You'll have to update it. You'll have to update it with seventies rock band references. <laughs> See, stumped. Can't do it. Can't do it. Ah, <laughs> oh, broke my back scratcher. Back scratcher. But scratcher. <laughs> what a disaster! Now I have to buy another one that I didn't. I don't remember where I got this. Deal. Secret Santa. Secret Santa thing. Uh, uh, wrestling. Let's remember. You know, women aren't like guys. What I'm trying to say is. So that's it for another week. Could have been killed. Gordon nearly died in a freak Mario Kart accident. Uh, I nearly died. Cancer. Fitz is just a dickhead. He seems to. Things just bounce off him. He doesn't get hurt in any way. And Nikki, we don't know where he is. I'm Teflon, motherfucker. And uh, Nikki's just gone. Presumed dead. So he makes dead jokes now when nobody dies for a week. It's great. But yeah. Yeah, so uh, if you want to get more of us, the lovely folks here at the Alleged Wrestling Podcast, you can catch us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash 2bitsports. We're also on Twitter. Just go to Twitter and search for at 2bitwrestling. Um, the podcast, uh, depending on where you're listening now, we are on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and pretty much anywhere they feed into. So it's pretty much anywhere except Podcast One. We're also on YouTube. You'll just need to search for 2bit Sports and you'll find us on there. And uh, yeah, as I said, if you are ever stuck and need to find us, just go to our main website, which is 2bitsports.com. And that's, uh, I know how I'm going to put the music there now. Where do I just, it's going to be great. But like, music starts, it's gone. Uh, words of wisdom Carl people out there yeah so uh, in in times when I'm looking for these moments of wisdom I always think back to stuff that my old man used to say to me back in the day when I was uh, a wee young pup and uh, the the one that really came to mind to me this week was uh, the time he turned to me and said you go fetch the brasso and I'll go take off my leg (laughs) 
wise words to live by. What's a brasso? <laughs> <laughs> Look it up on the Google Fizz. What is this Google? You can find it on the internet. On the <laughs> yeah, so... What is life? Next week could be an interesting one. That's all I'd say. Uh, do we tease it? How does one tease it? Have we already done that earlier? You know what you do is you... you, you Put the hand down. You, you lift up the skirt a little bit. Show a bit of leg. That's bit of leg. Do. Yeah. Look at the ankles on that one. Yeah. Oh, hot shit! The ankles, huh? The nuns had great ankles. <laughs> <laughs> no offenses, yeah. If <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um. Yeah. If, no Raw is a, if Raw is a shit show, trust me, we're mixing things up. And yeah, so, so the shit show, this won't be. Yeah. It's actually. We're, I'm kind of praying it's terrible next week. <laughs> You're in the money. Let's just say, watch some old stuff from around this time and in some good years. And, uh, we'll leave it at that. Trip down memory lane to remind us of uh, better times. Yes. But yeah, um, Gorda had the plugs covered. And usual shout out to T3, boys take, take two takedown, follow them. He's the wrestling knife, tag me and bro. All those boys, great bunch of lads. I have to edit this thing, get it out by 12-ish. It's not going to process for an hour. Do you know what you do, Steve? Grab a couple of cans, get some pizza in, you would be good. Yeah, pizza's later. That's the reward for getting it done quick. All right. <laughs> the rest <laughs> is hard. Yeah, you gotta, you got to just dangle the carrot or dangle the can in this case. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, say goodbye, boys. Bye, boys. Night, Kenny! Kota Abushi. Kota Abushi. <laughs>